हैप्पी मोमेंट्स पल पल की खुशियां वेलकम ऑल ऑफ यू टुडे वी आर वेरी एक्साइटेड हैप्पी टू हैव विद अस प्रोफेसर राधाकांत पाधी फ्रॉम इंडियन इंस्टीट्यूट ऑफ साइंस डिपार्टमेंट ऑफ एरोस्पेस एंड मोर आई विल रिक्वेस्ट डॉक्टर पाधी टू शेयर ऑलराइट थैंक यू वेरी मच फॉर हैविंग मी हियर Uh, I am a professor in Indian Institute of Science, Bangalore, uh, which is number one institute in the country yes. as far as our scientific output is concerned, basically. And also, we have got the world number one in uh, one parameter, which happens to be citations per faculty. So this is where I work for last 20 years. Uh, I joined as uh, assistant professor in 2003. Uh, right now, I am a full professor in Department of Aerospace Engineering, and also I am associate faculty in uh, Cyber Physical System. It's primarily a center, but uh, very soon going to be a department as well. So, when you see that uh, department of aerospace, then cyber physical system, in campus, me, how is that? They are related. Well, there are quite a few of uh, aerospace systems also, which are cyber physical systems. For example, drone flying center. So, if you really talk about a remotely operated drone. Okay, So essentially, the control, command, and all happen somewhere else, but the physical system flies somewhere else. So primarily, there is a communication channel involved as well. So in our Center for Cyber Physical Systems, uh, drone flying is one of our primary activities as well. Okay. So several of us from aerospace departments are also involved in that. Okay. Including me. So how do you feel that uh, from something called drone flying, then something? like uh, you can say artificial pancreas so how you feel this change or transformation or you can say the bridging well it's not really a change per se for me especially right. so i even though i work on department of aerospace engineering aerospace engineering itself is a interdisciplinary activity interdisciplinary field we have several activities like propulsion structures aerodynamics and things like that but also the brain of any aerospace system happens to be guidance and control so that's where a lot of logics operate uh, and especially when you talk about autonomous flying auto, and autopilots and things like that there are a lot of uh, logics and algorithms do come into picture you see okay and uh, that those things those things um, most of the time can be control system driven as well so okay. control system happens to be my one of the core areas where i work now taking that into different fields is also very much feasible very much possible because control system is omnipresent it's a, it's there everywhere right it it is there in process control it's there in uh, automobiles it's there in uh, computer hard drives it's it's there just everywhere including lot of biomedical systems okay. in fact the brain the whole idea of uh, controlling the entire body happens to the brain and that happens to be one of the fantastic uh, control systems uh, con- simultaneously controlling several parts of the body so that is also there is a kind of strong overlapping there so one of the thing that i'm very passionately involved me and my students is uh, something called artificial pancreas right where uh, the entire mechanism of uh, blood glucose regulation that uh, supposed to happen through the brain and your natural pancreas have either not really functioning very well or it is completely not not functioning at all yes in that situation can you really talk about uh, doing something externally and then uh, computing the right amount of insulin that needs to be given at the right point of time to the particular person at, at, at that moment 
and then giving that from outside the body. So essentially, you are kind of mimicking what is happening inside the body from outside mechanisms, basically. Yes. So those are the lot of overlapping. So either you talk about flying a missile or flying a launch vehicle or flying your satellites or flying aircrafts, all those things. What you call as autopilot guidance control here also happens to be something similar. Challenges are different. Right. So, and also the requirements are different. The right. time scales are different. So each of these things is not really one to one in that sense. But the underlying theory and underlying ideas are kind of overlapping a lot actually. Right. So that. Uh, thank you, Professor. Uh, professor, doing something which is directly related uh, to the people of diabetes, and especially uh, when everywhere it is highlighted that our country is becoming almost the world's diabetes capital of the world, and especially when it comes to type 1 diabetics. You must be feeling a special sense of satisfaction once you are you and your team is putting efforts towards something make in India kind of effort. How do you feel? Well, my journey into biomedical engineering in general started long back. It started okay. when I was actually a PhD student myself. Right. Uh, but that was not really a diabetes problem. That was something calcium regulation problems in animals and all that. So that's, that took leave it aside. Uh, so, periodically I was very interested in doing something into biomedical field as well. So, my next person happens to be automatic drug delivery for cancer therapy. Uh, that is where we have something uh, proposed like multimodal therapy and all that, where you talk about chemotherapy and immunotherapy being acted together for better, better treatment of cancer. And our theoretical studies in computer simulations shows that it, it is possible to completely eliminate the cancer cells as well. So there, uh, after that, uh, or rather simultaneously, we have been looking for uh, blood, this uh, blood glucose control as well. So essentially, that's uh, artificial pancreas in, the, in general. But in the control community, there's a lot of interest that started around 2002. In fact, when this uh, smaller, the pumps, insulin pumps become smaller and smaller. Right. And then this uh, rapidly, uh, I mean, more frequently measurable, continuous glucose monitoring systems are also available. Right. Then this automatic control system coming into picture, that thought process also evolved. So in a way, we are a little bit late, but and then I think we are probably the very only one in rather to kind of concentrate on Indian population or South Asian population in general. So our journey started, our journey on diabetes control really started on around 2008-9, I will say that way. Okay. But then those were mostly theoretical. And we have actually taken the literature and then experimented our own ideas. And then we have categorically shown that our ideas can actually be put into practice for better regulation of the blood glucose. Right. Those are based on nonlinear optimal control theory. We have published papers as well. Then intermittently we had another experiment on adaptive control around 2013. There, that also we published. Right. But then uh, more or less uh, the, the, all these were out of uh, interest and out of person. These were not funded research. Okay. Around 2015 I started looking for funding opportunities as well. Okay. And we have been uh, kind of, uh, after, after a couple of trials, we have been successful in 2017. In, uh, there was a massive program uh, from MHRD, Ministry of Human Resource Development. Right. Uh, they started a program called Imprint, <laughs> Impacting Research, Innovation and Technology. Okay. So this, uh, this, under this program, the government of the day, uh, they started about 10 verticals and healthcare happened to be one of the, one of the verticals there. The whole idea is uh, you have to have uh, not only MHRD, but along with MHRD, some other, uh, either some company, a private company or some other government organization has to get involved. And we have been fortunate to get a project sponsored 
uh, along with MHRD and ICMR, Indian Council of Medical Research, okay. which apparently funded about 30% uh, of the project fund. And right. then uh, it, was, uh, it was a massive uh, support from imprint program. We right. got uh, almost uh, like 3.6 crores of uh, grant, right. which was, uh, for me, it was one of the major grants basically. Okay. So due to several reasons, uh, later on due to COVID and other things, we got about 3 crores. But the 3 crores were actually very good to continue our uh, journey and rather take our research to the next level. Right. Where we not only kind of computer simulation sense we do something, but we now wanted to realize systems out of it. We wanted to work with the real hardware, real patients, clinical trials like that actually. So this is this is the journey. The real good journey started in 2017. Okay. Of course, it's a long, long journey. We do realize that. Uh, uh, an initiative of this nature typically takes about uh, 10 to 15 years. We are about one third of that, so we are at a very good comfort level. Uh, okay. And we have also been successful to get a second level grant uh, as of now. Right. And we are looking for more funding, more involvement, more research, more collaborators, things like that. Right. So we are at a very comfortable level right now. Uh, Professor Padhi, uh, as you just mentioned, that from research papers, theory, now putting it to practice. And usually you are just mentioned that this is a long journey and definitely uh, because maybe you are the only center of excellence which is doing efforts have reached this much have place in our country. So what kind of you can say uh, challenges uh, comes usually? Well, uh, just a little bit of comment, we are probably theoretical exploration wise, probably we are not the only one, there are yes. several other people also working on that. Yes. One of the group that is that comes to my mind in NIT, NIT Silchar, there is a professor there who actually, professor of electrical engineering, where he does something of uh, this nature, but, but again, they are largely theoretical studies and then okay. same computer simulations only. There are several other groups in India that I am aware of, which also only talk about hardware development. In other words, there are some activities for a uh, little bit effort towards insulin pump development. Okay, so they've, they've been kind of successful at the large scale experiment. Uh, some people have been successful in animal trials as well, but nothing, up to, nothing has gone up to the human trials to the best of my knowledge. Now coming to our part of it, uh, when we started the things, uh, our lab or my research group is rather really not good at hardware development per se. So we decided that, okay, whatever medically certified hardwares are available, maybe they are uh, operating in isolation. In other words, so can you really get them connected and make it, uh, make a system out of it for the larger benefit of it, larger benefit of the, especially type 1 diabetic people. So that has been our uh, focus as of now. And then type 1 diabetic people, for your information, are very difficult to control. The reason being, uh, there is absolutely nothing that is, uh, supporting inside the body. Right. In other words, uh, you have got an undamped system in, in control system terminology. So that is actually a much harder problem because if you do not do your doses calculation properly, yes. then the patient can either go hypoglycemic, that means uh, sugar level can actually go very low, which is extremely dangerous, or yeah, the sugar level remains uncontrolled, that means you are not really controlling the diabetes, the Gee. patient is still continuing to be diabetes. So these are the things that we have been concentrating on and uh, with the help of existing sensors, existing communication device, existing uh, Android phone application, things like that uh, and also existing medically, uh, I mean medically certified insulin pumps, we have uh, developed an interconnected system uh, with, within, which connects uh, right away from a CGM sensor to the phone to the uh, insulin pump and then it makes uh, some sort of a closed loop system. 
we have developed our own android app in our lab okay. that app actually kind of uh, makes sure that the connection remains uh, uh, established and then whenever there is a connection loss it gets reconnected things like that there are other challenges in other words uh, cell phones uh, do typically communicate with uh, bluetooth only whereas the sensors uh, right now that the sensors that we have been using they operate on near field sensing and uh, similarly the pump that we have been using so far only talks about uh, radio frequency signal so we have got uh, signal converters also available in between which okay. kind of converts nfc signal to bluetooth and then one more which converts bluetooth to uh, rf signal so all these five hardware setup taken together uh, and embedding our control system logic in the android app uh, android phone rather we have actually taken the work to the clinical trial as well and we have got a good success also basically so that gives us quite a bit of confidence that we can take the work to the next level professor padhi now coming from this controlling systems to algorithms one personal question because these kind of journeys are definitely tedious and you have to keep yourself motivated how you as the lead of this project how you keep uh, yourself so charged up because you in my impression of the scientist or the research people is that they are very silent kind of people very reserved keep a draw line but contrary when i have interacted with you i find you an enthusi- very enthusiastic very open uh, to listen very open to discuss and share as well so what is the reason behind it well the modern science or modern technology uh, actually demands group work it is if you really want to do research in isolation then you can do only so much and then uh, essentially if you really do a deep uh, dive into some some particular problem maybe you can do that in isolation but when you are trying to build a system out of it yes. then you require uh, several people to work together right so we have got in our team uh, something like a control system theoretic person which actually does the control algorithm design which also has a control system design for con- and feedback control loop also a state estimation loop and thinking this is actually the hardest part of it right because there are uh, several challenges for bit because of uh, interpersonal variability interpersonal variability thing like that but then you have to also work with something that you essentially don't know anything about yes. so that is like your android app development i have completely kind of not knowledgeable in that so we have to keep on learning from whatever is available and also if uh, you have to keep everybody in in everybody spirit high so that uh, they can also work with passion so yes. anything that you do with passion that only reflects not with compulsion per se absolutely professor padi yes not with compulsion this has to come in from inside uh, professor padi so now uh, because with diabetes increasing and type 1 cases are also increasing so there must be lot of hope and you can say that uh, a ray of light when people look at the work you are doing so you also feel once you finish your day or maybe late in the night so you feel a special sense of uh, relief that you are doing a contributing something towards making the life of people with diabetes easier simpler and happier certainly i mean we are on that on that particular journey but again as i told we are too far away from that as also yes so we cannot be i mean what i tell my students don't be too happy too soon basically 
Okay. So we need to be happy. We need to be passionate about it. We need to feel proud about what we are doing. Uh, also remember this this particular thing what is called artificial pancreas is also control system driven uh, research essentially where the system itself plays a very important role. Yes. That means if you really want to buy a, a already certified artificial pancreas system available in the western world, uh, they might have uh, really tuned the control system for their part, their population. For uh, for example, the Caucasian population has a different, uh, I mean, gene, uh, different gene, different food habit, different yes, culture, yes. things like that. Whereas our people are completely different. Yes. So we have to really talk about uh, doing our work in a good way, so that it is very customized to our own people. Right. And unless we do it with a real good care and good person and things like that, we, who can do it for us? So essentially, that is our journey. And then we not only have. Uh, a kind of uh, take pride in what you are doing, but also end of the day with the happiness comes when actually people will start using our system. So that is the day that we will actually feel uh, happy about it. And that is the dream that you are having. So we have, our journey has not yet ended, that sense. So what's also remember that we our love works on several other problems. So there is no, no time to relax in some sense. Yes. Uh, we do work on space systems, we do work on aircraft systems, UAV systems, uh, and one of the group activity that happens to be the air traffic system. So there are several things keeps me keeps me especially busy to look after. So there is no time to relax per se in that much. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> okay. uh, Professor Padi, yes, I can understand that your your table is full, right? From air traffic control, then coming to that uh, space projects, drones, and then definitely this artificial pancreas kind of project. So how? What are the three mantras? of Professor Padhi in the life? Oh, well, I mean, there's nothing called mantra per se in my sense. Yes. Everything happens to be so natural, basically. Okay. So I don't uh, really go by any, some sort of a mantra-based uh, philosophy in life or something. But right. whatever we do, we do en with enjoyment and with pride. So that happens to be the uh, sole philosophy for which it is uh, motivating me uh, to do research. Uh, so essentially, there are so many parallel activities in my lab that yes. actually the, there is no time to think too much into philosophy. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean to say that whatever you do, do with enjoyment, right. do with happiness. Okay. Uh, but from frankly, I can see um, within you, whatever small interaction I had with you, either virtually uh, or physically, I personally feel that you have a, you are a very lot of passion inside you uh, therefore i you are always available whether it's you never see the watch whether it's some weekend or something you always want to contribute uh, professor padi just one question from the point of parents of type 1 people with type 1 once whenever we are successful in this noble in this passionate effort how in terms of uh, commercially, how in terms of uh, ease of life, or you can say how in terms of uh, managing diabetes, at least in Indian subcontinent, uh, that your efforts of your team will bring the change. What are the two, three things? Yeah, thank you for asking that question. It's very important, of course. Uh, one thing I've already told that our control system logic is going to be tuned to our own people first. So what we expect that, okay, in one of our research, we actually shown that uh, this uh, insulin sensitivity and things like that, whatever critical parameters are actually different for our people compared to Caucasian. So that is already established in some sense. Yes. But other than that, uh, in, our, in a country like ours, uh, the systems need to be economically available. So it's the, 
cheaper part of it actually makes the system widely available and uh, cost effectiveness is one of the intensive research that goes on in our lab and in fact we are looking for a system uh, for a system uh, where uh, we can probably get uh, strategic partnership with established companies and yes. then we can uh, have some sort of a bulk uh, bulk bargain or whatever and then we can make the entire system accessible, uh, affordable. In other words, the entire system being uh, available for very less price compared to what is currently being available. As far as I know, uh, the current AP system that's available from Metronic right now is about six or six lakh plus. And our dream is to uh, kind of bring it down to almost three to three and a half lakhs. So okay. not only you get a better system for tuned to our own people, but it's uh, cost-wise also is going to be just half of it. So that is our dream. Uh, so in general, we don't want to make too much of profit or too much of money or anything like that. And we just want to contribute in a large scale effort so that it, the, the outcome of the research goes to several people. And uh, no money, the money cannot buy the joy that you see in people's uh, eyes, basically, yes. when their son or daughter actually lives a very good, happy life. In fact, with the, with the advancement of technology right now, with uh, with smart pens and things like that, uh, the Lifespan of type uh, type 1 diabetic people have substantially increased. Right. Earlier, uh, around 12 to 15 years was the lifespan. Right now, a literature says that their lifespan is uh, about 35 to 40. Now, with the availability of cost-effective artificial pancreas, they are going to live uh, like a normal being, as good as 70, 80 years, like any other person. That is the type of satisfaction that we would like to have. Basically. Wow, Professor Padi, what a serene, what a positive feeling uh, when people like you are doing the efforts to bring this, this spark in life of people with diabetes and they're frankly the mother and father of any child who is having type 1. So we are really grateful to you for being with us in the happy moments, Pal Pal Ki Khushia, and we wish you very, very best for your endeavors. Thank you very much. We're looking forward to a very good partnership going forward. Thank, Thank you very much, sir. Thanks a lot. Dhanyavad. <laughs>